0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century.
1: Hello, Peter. What's happening?
0: Uh... We
1: have sort of a problem here.
0: Good afternoon, morning, or evening, and welcome back to another thrilling, exciting, and fun-filled episode of the Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode number 77, and I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Adam Bell.
1: I don't know if you know, but there was a presidential election July 1st in Mexico. I heard about this. Yeah. So o- Obrador is now the new president. Uh, I don't know his first name, so I'm not being, uh, uh, I'm not trying to insult him. I just don't know his first name. <laughs> you know, like not honoring him. President. His, his pr- first name pre- pre- is President. President Obrador. He, he's new, president the, the new Obrador. president. President Obrador. And, uh, so there was some concern because had the other dude won, uh, it would have been a major upset and the common folk would have been pretty upset that he did win or he did not win, that Oberdor did not win because that was the, mm-hmm. that would, that would symbolize that it was, uh, fixed because, <laughs> I because mean, like the common election, it was all, and so then there would have been, uh, turmoil, so... That, that worked out well for us. Of course, at 1230 Sunday night, uh, technically Monday morning, the fireworks start going off. Because, <laughs> yeah, in all concrete buildings, you know, our hotel is a concrete building. So, fireworks do not reverberate through that at all, <laughs> all night long. Uh, but you can pretty much count on uh, fireworks in Hooslawaka all the time. I mean, every okay. night, every okay. night, every That's day. Cool. Uh, they, how about um, how about when the, they
0: got kicked out of the World Cup? World Cup.
1: Uh, I don't think that there was fireworks then. <laughs> Probably the are you talking? Are you talking about when they lost? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you got to have a. The good news is, the Mexican soccer team is coming home tonight. The bad news is they lost this morning. <laughs> right. so, so you got to have fireworks to welcome them home. <laughs> Yay, they're home. Yay.
0: Yay. I've been uh, fortunate. I've been able to watch some um, – uh, I've been taking, you know, on my standard media fest, so not paying attention to any of the standings or any news about it. Mm-hmm. But I've been uh, able to watch recordings of the games. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. And, you know, so I'm still catching up and – Right now, I think I have to, uh, I just started watching England versus Sweden last night, but I haven't finished it yet. Okay. And uh, so it's a couple, it's pretty cool. I mean, even in sometimes like, okay, I know the ending, but I want to, I want to see how it plays out. And a couple mm-hmm. of them, a couple of the games have been quite entertaining.
1: Yeah. Well, what I like is the, uh, the football, soccer players, how good actors they are. Actually, they're not very oh. good actors at all. <laughs>
0: No, not at all. Not at all. It uh, gets back to, uh, it was like four years ago, the joke that said, what's the difference between soccer players and rugby players? Uh, I don't know what. Soccer players run up and down the field for 90 minutes pretending to be hurt. Rugby (laughs) players run up and down the field for 80 minutes pretending not to be hurt.
1: Yeah. I mean, there
0: was one. I mean, Neymar, Neymar uh, from the Brazilian soccer team, unquestionably the biggest sissy prima donna on the field mm-hmm. and you know like say what you want he's a good you know good uh good soccer player but oh my goodness the the bad acting is terrible <laughs> and there was even one time i don't remember um which game it was but he's lying down so he had gotten tripped up he's lying down and i think he was holding the ball um you know or he either had it like you know next to him like he was holding the ball and he's lying down for like a couple of seconds and a member of the other team came and picked up the ball and as soon as he picked up the ball Neymar screams and grabs his knee
1: <laughs> no <laughs> oh,
0: it I, I've got to find it again because it was so I was like dude kindergartners are better actors than you when it comes to faking an injury. I mean, I tell you, if I was a referee, I would be throwing yellow flags on the lying SOB who's screaming <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah. So, you get one because you don't deserve to be on this field.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep.
1: Lies. Yeah. So, hey, so
0: anyway. Yeah, so that there. was... Uh, but I've been having fun watching the game, so that's good.
1: Cool. Cool. And then... All right, now I'm on Snowball. Yeah, <laughs> but so we went to Puebla uh, for we we spend we usually spend about eight of our days, two days or travel, two days or travel, and then eight of our days in Huixtlaaka, or uh, eight or seven. And so we went to Puebla for our tourist time. We typically go to Oaxaca City, but Oaxaca City has been under siege for a while and I don't mean it like with siege engines but like with the the teacher strikes the teacher union and then they pulled some other I think the garbage uh, union in and so they're all camped around the city uh, on and off for the last three years and in 2015 or 2016 when it got real violent that's when we didn't go back down there and so it started they started striking a little bit again um before we went down like four weeks ahead ahead so we decided we're not going to go to oaxaca city we just don't need to go anywhere near that so we went to puebla for the first time well, we we typically stop at like a truck stop in puebla you know like mm-hmm. i mean it's literally a truck stop yeah it, it's a
0: something out of um uh what that f- dust till dawn
1: <laughs> well <laughs> i hadn't really thought about it but it is a little bit a li- little bit like that minus cheech and you know the pyramid around back but you know and the vampires okay. oh all oh, right no no, right. Va- no vampires uh but no vampires that's good but uh yeah it, it is a truck stop and it is a concrete the entire room is made of concrete okay. i mean the 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 bed is a pedestal of concrete and then there's a mattress on top of that the the every there is no wood in there that's kind of like a prison it's metal or concrete it's actually not that bad uh i mean it's not as bad as as far as prisons go as far as prisons go yeah i mean it's a decent prison (laughs) no that but it isn't bad because it's uh it um i don't know it's just not all that bad it's not as bad as it seems uh it's very it's very clean as a result you know you you're not gonna find you're not gonna have cockroaches underneath the carpet or things like that because there is no No carpet carpet. no cockroaches it's yeah the shower and the bathrooms are clean it's all tile you know you could have a major catastrophe in there and you take a garden hose and it's gone you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know a couple of uh a, a couple of mothers who would really appreciate that these days
1: <laughs> yeah. you know and it, it, it's mexico you might have diarrhea and you know, that would be a a catastrophe, and you'd have to get rid of all that so <laughs> don't drink the water don't drink the water well yeah so but anyway so we went to puebla and so one of the guys he wanted to buy some uh cuban cigars and and i thought i was gonna either i wanted to buy buy a cigar while i was there but actually i can't i don't know that i'll ever smoke another cigar i don't uh the last one i smoked it was a good cigar it turned it but it turned me green and then you know now i don't have the desire to smoke another one and uh i still haven't gotten over it yet you know it's like you're your mom's favorite or your casserole that your mom makes and you got sick eating that and now you can't eat your favorite casserole anymore <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's all it's, in your head if that's any consolation yeah it's all in my head and but but anyway so we went there and they didn't have we uh we found this nifty little um shop it was a it was a tobacco shop and what they did is they made their own tobacco or they made their own Cigars. They rolled them there and made them. And so they didn't have like other people's stuff. It was all their cigars, which was pretty cool because we got, um, we got a Cuban cigar. It was Cuban tobacco with a Mexican wrapper, and they made it right there. And the, he ended up getting a box of uh, of a blend. It was Nicaraguan, Guatemalan, and Cuban tobacco with a Mexican wrapper, and it was really. Uh, it, it smelled nice. It looked nice, but never did. Um, I mean, I bought one but i didn't smoke it we got actually a really good deal on it you know it's like four bucks per cigar which is a really really good deal
0: so i don't know what the going rate is on cigars i've never 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 swung that way
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well they so if he were to buy that same cigar um it would be between 11 and 17 dollars Per cigar Holy cow and uh and he got he was able to get 25 of them for 100 bucks and in a nice a really nice box so it was a good deal um and it was a nice mm. blend of tobacco smelled good i didn't hmm. i didn't try one i brought i brought one of those back and i bought brought one of the cuban and the cuban tobacco with the mexican wrapper and but i didn't smoke it either i uh i gave them mm. away as gifts because like i said it's still it's still in my head
0: <laughs> yeah i really don't know much about cigars i uh or tobacco in general i never uh i mean i think i was 11 years old when a friend of mine had a cigarette once and offered me a puff and i was like yep never doing that again
1: yeah yeah i did the same thing smoked one like cigarette and that was enough for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep I, was like, I, I didn't even smoke it it was just like one puff and i immediately started gagging and coughing i'm like why would anybody do that oh my <laughs> yeah. god i mean to this day it's it's let made an impression like i hate the smell of cigarette smoke and um like if i see like you know walking down the street and i see an attractive woman and i see her and she turns and i see she's got a cigarette in her hand so that immediately like
1: nope it's that bad yeah you're gonna taste like an ashtray if I kiss you Mm. (laughs) yeah I
0: actually did date a girl briefly some time ago and we went out a few times and I was actually surprised that she had very well concealed the fact that she smoked I never caught a whiff of it or, and anything, not in her clothes or car or hair. I was, I didn't know how she did it, but she did it pretty well. So. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, moving
1: on, moving on. So that's, that's Mexico. So that was, that was 12 days. That's, that was one of our interrupters. Cause it went from Wednesday to Sunday. So two Fridays in a row were gone. Yep.
0: Yep. Podcast us, interrupt us. <laughs> So from my end, remember, I've, uh, you know, we uh, have the tennis elbow update. Mm -hmm. So I had a, uh, I had it diagnosed by somebody else, a a chiropractor. And he said, yes, you definitely have tennis elbow. (laughs) Um, So I I wanted to see this, um, you know, because there are like three chiropractors within an easy walk of my place. Mm hmm. And um, I also wanted to start um, seeing an acupuncturist, you know, traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, um, mostly based because I just completed my the latest sequence in my yoga training, uh, which was at the end of July. Sorry, the end of June. And um, it was all focused on traditional Chinese medicine and how that influences yin yoga, Mm -hmm. which as everybody who listens to this podcast knows something I'm studying to become a teacher of. So I figured I said, well, you know, it's probably about time I start eating my own dog food. And I know that it's going to cost me a minimum of 300 bucks. Plus, however much out-of-pocket deductible, whatnot, if I go to see a physical therapist, because I have to get diagnosed, and that's an office visit, and that's $297 right out of the bat. Yeah. And I was like, look, I know what the problem is, right? And a physical therapist will be able to do stuff, but it's going to really come down to the exercises they give me, and frankly... I can find those on the internet. So, there they go. <laughs> so, I've been doing it, but, you know, not, not getting immediate results, which not, you know, not terribly surprising. Um, but I also remember I haven't had a chiropractic adjustment in some time and uh, wanted to check out acupuncture. And recently, while I was walking by one of these places, they, you know, there's a chiropractor, the closest one, and they listed acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this story is going to sort of blur the lines between business and personal, but some tips for your business people who are listening. So I called, uh, first off, I looked them up on Yelp and they had, you know, like only a handful of reviews. One of them was very negative and the others were all very positive. So, but you know, when you have only a handful of reviews, one can pull you down fast. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, and it was all, almost all just, you know, raging against the front desk person. Okay and i was like that just goes to show you know the first impression that you make can you know that's the face of your business right there yeah um so i called because you know the, the the person on yelp had reviewed them and given them a scathing review and the owner responded very you know thoughtfully and clearly so i was like you know what i'll give them a pass on that and in general you know i try to like rule out most of the five star and one star ratings mm-hmm. and focus on the twos threes and fours because that's where you know you get a little generally a little more objective uh, objective thought going mm-hmm. into these and um So I set up the appointment and I went there and, uh, you know, we took, he took close to an hour diagnosing me and stuff. And then he said, well, you know, I think this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Probably have something going on in the neck and that's contributing to this and this. It's all, you know, this and that. Um, But I want to get x-rays first to, you know, verify that. So I said, okay, fine. And I had also set up an appointment with the acupuncturist who works there. Um, But then after I left, I looked at her brochure and it's like, she focuses mostly on uh, prenatal issues and (laughs) women's this and that. And I was reading it and I was like, okay, I mean, now you and I know that a lot of marketing is just, you know, maybe that was just her prenatal flyer that was targeting that sort of thing. Yeah. But I was looking for someone, well, frankly, you know, if someone was going to have a focus, it would be towards guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not just just
0: pregnant guys. (laughs) Not just pregnant guys either, but active guys. You know, maybe not necessarily just someone, you know, with sports injuries, but that is kind of the injury that I tend to suffer, right? Right. So, um, So, I made an appointment with another acupuncturist in town as well. And as it happened, they, they had overlap. They both had availability on the same day. So I had to pick one. So I booked one for Wednesday and one for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Wednesday morning had come around and I hadn't heard anything contrary. So I assumed my appointment was on. I got a phone call saying, oh, the acupuncturist, she had to go ha- home early today. So she wanted to reschedule your appointment. So I immediately called the other one that I had made the Friday appointment for. Mm -hmm. And I was like, could you still see me today? And they said, yes, we do. We still have, uh, you know, we've, we've got the same appointment. I said, wonderful, I'll take it. So I went and saw the other one. And as I had been doing a little more research, I had started to like the sound of this other place more so i was kind of like oh why did i make this and you know like well i'll give her a shot i'll you know i'll try them both out and i'll just pick the one that i like better yeah i got there and as soon as i got to the new the the second location immediately i liked the atmosphere better the layout of the place it felt more inviting no surprise that the feng shui was better because it's a bunch of chinese guys and (laughs) you know gals running the place And the guy that I'm seeing, he's an acupuncturist, um, Tai Chi, and also a uh, feng shui master. Okay. So, you know, you walk in and they've paid attention to the feng shui of the place. Now, even if you don't really know what that is, or if you, you know, oh, that's just a bunch of, you know, mumbo jumbo gobbledygook, you can feel the difference when you walk into the place you know if a place mm-hmm. has good feng shui it'll be bright and inviting and you know you just you feel comfortable when you walk in and the other place was the exact opposite yeah and that frankly was going to be one of the first questions i was going to ask the acupuncturist is like what do you think of the feng shui of this place <laughs> you know it's, it's kind of dark it's not very inviting doesn't look like a place you'd want to hang out in right mm-hmm so um so i explained to him you know i had a a few things a couple things i wanted one i wanted to target like my overall health and just get on like a maintenance program um which as i understand it when you start with a you know a a tcm uh they you know will interview you for a good long time and ask you all sorts of questions about your life your lifestyle your parents your diet etc and um but, you know, so that was one thing, but I also wanted to see him about the elbow and in that day, my shoulder, which was really bothering me again, I had slept poorly earlier this week and it okay. reaggravated the root cause of this, you know, with mm-hmm. back to the shoulder injury and so he said well let me see what's going on you know today it's going to be kind of tricky oh and that was the other thing too i had um just that day uh as i have been doing regularly set a new record for my morning run slash jog because i consistently been adding on a tenth of a mile uh-huh. so i'm up to i gotta look at my uh thing again but i'm up to about three and a half miles now oh nice Yeah, now I've I've been in general, I've been doing it every day. There have been a few days like that I've taken off and I haven't done it. Today was one of them. Um, But, uh, you know, as a result, my knee was sore. And uh, so uh, I just mentioned that to him. He says, Well, today, why don't we focus on, we'll do some acupuncture on the elbow and the knee. And since, you know, I have to flip you off and we only have an hour, um, you know, I have to flip you, flip you off, flip you you
1: over. (laughs) I'd
0: have to flip you over. Um, So today I'll, we'll finish up and I'll do acupressure on the back, on the shoulder. So I said, sounds fine. So he, you know, did that and stuck, I don't know, five or six needles in my, in my left arm. And then, you know, stuck up my, my knee really well. And then, um, you know, checked back in a couple times, make sure I was okay. And other than that, I just sat there in the quiet and enjoyed the peace and meditated for a while. He came back, flipped me over, did some acupressure on my back. And I was like, great. I said, so how long does it usually take? You know, what do you usually see for results for tennis elbow? He said, oh, tennis elbow, maybe two, three treatments. Mm -hmm. And I was just like gobsmacked. I was like, (laughs) Are you sure? You sure we're talking (laughs) about the same tennis elbow here? Uh Uh-huh. I got to tell you, I mean, like, I expected there were going to be results. I thought, you know, like, look, I'm buying. Obviously, I believe in this stuff. I wouldn't be, you know, checking it out. I did not expect that the next day my elbow would feel better than it has in the last three months. Wow. And it continues to. It is still feeling better after just one treatment. I was not expecting this. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy. (laughs) So, um, the more I've read about it, though, um, you know, about the theory and the background and stuff, the more it makes sense. And uh, it's it's pretty darn cool, the Mm -hmm. whole stuff. You know, there's a lot of stuff that Western medicine, you know, can't explain. I believe mostly because it just chooses to not, you know, just chooses to ignore it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you've seen in cultures, in business cultures, especially, I'm sure, um, and, well, religious cultures, uh, someone will come up with a belief and then it will be passed down without question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot of that going on in Western medicine. <laughs> right. And, you know, there, there are things like, um, like the connective tissue in our bodies, the fascia. There's a very, very tiny segment of western medicine that pays any attention to it at all Mm -hmm. it's all the organs and the bones and the circulatory system and the nervous system and you're done (laughs) you know i was like what about all the other stuff that's connecting it to you know and so Mm -hmm. uh, the way i described it to uh, my teacher during the class was uh western medicine here's here's the thing you you determine that the river that people are drinking from is being poisoned western medicines approach well we need to design a filtration system and purify this water and give you something and even if it means a bunch of chemicals or whatnot but you know we got to clean up the water <laughs> eastern medicine philosophy let's go upstream and see where the poison's being introduced and maybe cut that off <laughs> yeah. you know that's that's the way i see it mm-hmm. so uh yeah, if you get into an acute, you know, traumatic situation or something, yeah, I'd probably prefer to have, you know, an ambulance, a medevac, a bunch of, you know, meds and, you know, trauma center type treatment. Mm-hmm. But for like day to day life and well being and stuff, I'd rather, you know, go the eat right, exercise right, get enough sleep route. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so, so what's your theory on, um, how the acupuncture actually is helping helping your elbow is it is it you think it's nerves or do you think it's actually like tendon and muscle damage or
0: both Uh, you know, there's, there's definitely some nervous, uh, component to it. Uh, there's the, the fascial component, the connectivity, you know, component. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of theories as to like how and actually why it works. Mm -hmm. Um, some people call it, you know, the placebo effect, but there's a reason that the placebo effect works too. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's mostly, it's because you're sending the signal to your body saying, yo, fix yourself. Yeah. Now, one of the things in you know in traditional Chinese medicine and in Chinese culture is the concept of chi. Um, in Japanese, it's ki, and it means like energy, fire, electromagnetic energy, or whatnot. Um, that's really right off the bat where you start losing people. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I don't believe in this." I'm like, "Okay, well, even you know, Western medicine knows about electricity running through the body, right? Yeah. That's there's no question about
1: that. Your heart." take away the electricity you take away the heart and the brain exactly
0: (laughs) exactly so you know we know there are electrical impulses running through the body okay um we use defibrillators we use electricity to you know kickstart people's hearts when they stop uh, we use uh, pacemakers to regulate the heart, right? That's mm-hmm. all electricity. You can feel it. Um, it is measurable. I mean, if you have a sensitive enough voltmeter and you just stick your fingers on the ends of the probes, you will see electricity measured there, mm-hmm. right? So, this is not a question, right? And it's not an accident that, oh, by the way, we have got all this uh, electricity running through your body. W- oops, right? You know, that's there <laughs> by design. Mm-hmm. So you know, the acupuncture is stimulating these and it's sending the signal to the body, depending on where and how you do it saying, Hey, pay some attention here. Send a little more restorative energy in this, this portion. Mm -hmm. And, um, A book I'm about halfway through that I'm reading now. It's called *The Spark in the Machine*, Mm -hmm. and it's all about chi and electricity, or as the um, as the author calls it, electricity.
1: (laughs) And it's electricity. That's funny.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, one of he starts off talking about how why is it that reptiles can regenerate and humans can't. Mm-hmm. And little-known fact is that if you're young enough, like if you're under the age of three or so, children can actually regenerate fingers. Huh. And exactly now, and most people, including most doctors, don't even know that, right? Because it's just it's not something that comes up. Um, but this I see as like validation of the concept of you know you're you're born with and a, you know, an abundance of energy, they call it, um, your, your, your essence or your, uh, your pre, you know, your pre birth chi. And then that is what, uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's, that's your, what they say. Like you, you, there's a theory, something like you have a finite number of heartbeats. I yeah. don't necessarily believe that, but you know, yeah. it's the same idea. Like you, you get so much essence to start with and boom, there you go. Now you can supplement this with The food you eat, the life, you know, but there are just, there are some people who are born into this world who have a super strong constitution and, you know, short of hitting them with a freight train, they're going to bounce back from just about anything Mm -hmm. while there are others who are born and they're really frail and they're really weak and they're never going to be you know, an athlete caliber type, you know, person. right? Right. And I think that's because, you know, they got a raw deal. Right. Now, there are things you can do to change it, but like, you know, Stephen Hawking, rest in peace, would never compare to
1: Dwayne Johnson. Right. Physically. That's right. Yeah. It's that's not the deck that he was dealt equally with the brain. Dwayne Johnson couldn't compete with Hawking's brain
0: yeah right exactly so we're you know that's a that's a totally separate discussion of the yeah. you know, like we're all different right mm-hmm. but um but you know that that just goes to show though that you know like you're born into this world with a different you know different set of stats different set of statistics and you know you can do things to augment it but, like there are things that Stephen Hawking could do to make himself more athletic if he had chosen to right um mm-hmm. uh, but You know, maybe, you know, he got this this disease, of course, that, you know, had him wheelchair ridden for most of his life, but still, um, there's nothing you can do to reverse the clock, so to speak, with what you start with. So, I'm kind of going all over the place on a tangent, because as you can tell, I get a little bit, you know, excited about this stuff, because it's kind of (laughs) cool, um, but anyway, uh, so what's it, what it's doing is, you know, it's stimulating the nerve centers, the chi, the energy, the the body, you know, basically bringing attention to these places and saying, yo, send some healing energy this way. And when you think about it, it, it does kind of make sense. And whether it's the placebo effect, whether, I mean, you can sit, if you just sit and focus, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but you can adjust your heart rate. Mm-hmm. With conscious thought and direction. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do if you, te- you know, put some intention there. And you can think of the the acupuncturist needles as little miniature lightning rods.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You stick them in and they <laughs> zip and they, you know, draw the energy to those locations. Also, another interesting thing that I've learned so far in my teachings is uh, there's a doctor and I believe, I don't remember if she splits her time between the two or if she has moved back and forth between, I believe, um, uh, Mass General and University of uh, Vermont Medical Center. Uh, I need to look up her name. I forget it all the time. But she has done some research and I might have covered this in the fr- after my first yoga teacher training um, But there she's doing research on the effects of acupuncture and there's one style uh, one technique in acupuncture where the needle gets put in and Then it gets rotated mm-hmm. twisted, You know like spun back and forth back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. really quickly just think if you take a chopstick or a pencil and hold it between the palms of both of your hands and move your hands back and forth really quickly. Like you're trying to like, you know, rub two sticks together and start a fire kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, but what's really interesting is that the skin and the the fascial tissue near the area of where this is happening winds itself up in one direction. So even though the needle is going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. The skin is going right, 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 right. Huh. So you can imagine... Oh, even better analogy. Imagine you stick a fork into spaghetti and you start twirling it, right? And you twirl it up on a spoon like you're going to eat it. hmm But just imagine that you're spinning the fork back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And yet the spaghetti is winding
1: itself up. Yeah, that'd be weird.
0: <laughs> that is weird, but it's what the body
1: does. I have a so, theory. I have a theory. Yes. So, so... When the body experiences uh, uh, problems like sickness or whatever, it sends white blood cells. Um, so let's say that the that the needle, while it does very very minute damage to the body, almost nothing. It also forces the white blood cells to go there because the white blood cells detect damage. But it's not really enough damage to like really really hurt it. So the white blood cells could help too. I thought
0: about that, but 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 given that the um you know the damage that it's doing is so minute, I think that that's probably uh, a significantly less of a factor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, that's sort of like bordering on homeopathy. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're, you're like giving a tiny, 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 tiny amount, so, so tiny that it couldn't possibly do any damage. That's kind of the amount of damage <laughs> that the needle is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you're stimulating these, you know, these nerve centers, these chi centers, whatever, these tiny little pinpricks, they get a lot, a lot of attention,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, you know, it's the same idea. I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, the white blood cells are responding, but you'd think you'd get you're not going to get like the same level of attention as you would like we you know with a knife stabbing or something yeah <laughs> Right. then again you know who knows maybe maybe it is doing that i don't know i'm far from an expert here you know i'm mm-hmm. just a, a a noob when it comes to this but it's <laughs> still cool stuff so that said um I had the, um, you know, my first appointment I immediately booked my second appointment because what was really cool was, you know, I got to keep my Friday afternoon appointment, which is today as yeah. well. So <laughs> as soon as we're done recording, I'll be heading over there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that mostly because again, I was really pleasantly surprised at the, the results of the first session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently after I meet my deductible, my insurance will cover this. Well, cool which is another thing I was surprised to pleasantly surprised to hear. Mm -hmm. So that's way cool. So now in the meantime, as I mentioned, um, since I haven't been able to do Krav Maga and things because I didn't want to aggravate the injuries anymore. Uh, I've been doing just yoga and running. Mm hmm and like i said i've pretty steadily kept on you know adding on about a tenth of a mile every day mm-hmm. and um now i'm up to you know just over three and a half miles i didn't even realize that i blew pot, blew past the uh 5k mark <laughs> i was like i gotta look that up what's wait wait that's 0.6 of a how many miles is that and it's like oh, that's 3.1 miles. Oh, I hit the 5K mark like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when someone asks, you know, hey, do you want to do the, the
1: Somerville 5K this year? I'm like, why not? <laughs> yeah. The the marathoners are saying, oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: But, but by the same token, there's a, a windmill out along my regular morning route and it's almost exactly 1K from my place. Okay. And, you know, that at one point, not very long ago, like late May, early June, that was the extent of my run
1: oh wow yeah
0: now i get out there i'm like i'm not even warmed up yet (laughs) so yeah i mean this i used to be able to do half a mile and then i would walk back home half a mile Mm -hmm. and then i would stretch it out and then one day i said no this is ridiculous i'm gonna go out full out the full mile and then i'll walk back home the mile Mm -hmm. and then as it got up and you know like started running out of time i was like well you know i need to go and just just run and then i like i walk back for like the last quarter mile or so to start to cool down Mm -hmm. and then when i can i try to do some yoga immediately after just to you know stretch out the legs and stuff
1: yeah but
0: the the one thing about like constantly adding on and adding on Mm -hmm. is i'm always pushing myself a a little bit further yeah my body does not feel like it's getting a break every morning i wake (laughs) up and it's like oh god what'd you do to me
1: oh (laughs) jeez One more 10th of a mile. <laughs> oh,
0: just another 10th. I got this. But what's what's actually, what's really cool though, what I'm noticing though, is I'm not like completely, if I'm going to be exhausted, it it happens like about halfway through. And that's, you know, my cue saying I really should have taken a rest day. Yeah. But on those days when I finish it, I finish strong. And usually my last, you know, couple, you know, quarter mile or so is my fastest. Cool. So, you know, I've got the energy. It's just a matter of convincing. A lot of times, you know, I'll start off and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But I keep it on time. No, you can. Just give it a little more, a little more, a little more. And then after I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I got this. It's all right. It's cool.
1: <laughs> well, I was watching on Facebook one of my my friends uh circle of friends i mean we're not like close friends but friend friend you know you know you have associate friends but he was uh he just finished a 50 mile trail run in 11 hours and 49 minutes I don't want to do anything for eleven hours and forty nine minutes. <laughs> Maybe sleep. Even that, well, I don't want to do that long. <laughs> I mean, I, that would I would. There's no way I could sleep that long. <laughs> my my former
0: roommate Charlie, the guy who got me, you know, like started on running. He was, I think, he was getting ready for for something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he was getting ready. He was definitely getting ready for a long trail run. I don't remember if it was a fifty miler. But he was definitely he was definitely looking for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, I just like more power to you, man. I'm <laughs> totally not there. Good. Yeah. But he told me recently, he said, hey, you know, you can do, um, you can start doing my, uh, you know, my my maintenance runs with me out in the, you know, on the trails. I'm <laughs> like, okay, I, I understand that technically what I'm doing is running, but you would probably think of it more as jogging <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I'm not quite up to you there on speed I've been going more on you know like stamina just like keep going mm-hmm. all out even if you know not walking but just, just anything this side of walking yeah as opposed to you know so because one, one technique you can do is you can shoot for 10% per week and just try to up your speed for a certain length mm-hmm. or you can do 10% per week and up your, um, your distance okay so i've you know at our age you know we're not getting any younger as they say um i decided that going for you know stamina and length was probably going to make more sense yeah than speed so but the, the, the catch is that you know every morning i need more time to squeeze my run in
1: <laughs> yeah well not to make you feel bad but my friend's 54 That's not making me feel bad (laughs) that gives me hope yeah (laughs) so optimism yeah so you could you could be running 50 mile trail runs too
0: i don't know that i intend to stick with my progression for that
1: long but you know it's not out of the realm of possibility clearly we can run the calculation at point you know point 10 miles every you know how long will it take for peter be running 50 miles Sure. There you
0: go. i will spread spreadsheet <laughs> right now and just calculate that out. <laughs> uh. So, one last thing on yoga. I uh, start teaching officially uh, my first uh, series this evening. Nice. Off school so i got okay. a six weeks series planning and that starts tonight
1: and are you gonna are you gonna focus on things that would help krav maga people i mean okay that's
0: that's the plan is mm-hmm. since i know i know their strains and their uh their duresses just uh, better than any other uh, yoga teacher in the area so yeah the focus is i mean now the the truth is anybody can walk in off the street from day one not having done krav maga and you will you know, quite possibly enjoy and benefit from the training just as much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I can, like, from my perspective, it's like, okay, so when we do axe kicks, we really work this. Mm -hmm. So this might be a good thing for you to do after, you know, a heavy kicking night, right? And so... Mm -hmm. It'll be, we'll add some insight to that. The first couple of classes are going to be very general though. And just like, you know, easing folks into it. Cause I have a feeling that with very few exceptions, it's going to be radically different from anything any of them have done. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be, uh, it'll be fun though. I'm excited about it.
1: Cool. Let me, you'll have to let us know how it goes. I did, uh, mm-hmm. I did my maintenance yoga the whole time I was in Mexico. Um mm-hmm. I just got up every morning and did because I'm still I'm on the other end or the other side of a knee injury I'm doing a lot better after the time off and uh, but I had a specific kind of a group of exercises I do to help stretch out that knee and stretch out the tendons as well as the whole body and you know I was doing it every day it was only 15 minutes but I, I couldn't get stretched out in less than 15 minutes I mean I could have done more I just that was what I was had time to do yeah
0: yeah and that 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 again you know back to the mind the mind body thing too Um, I've been noticing uh, over the last um, the last couple weeks I've sort of fallen off the um, uh, I haven't been meditating as regularly or as long I had gotten up to about 25 minutes a day Mm-hmm. And, uh, I could feel that, you know, whereas like it used to be a genuine struggle for me to get to 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, at this point, uh, you know, 10 minutes is when I start to just kind of like loosen up <laughs> yeah. and that's when my mind starts to relax. But now I've sort of backslid again mm-hmm. and I get a little edgy and stuff. And it's mostly because my morning meditation time has been substituted with my morning run time.
1: Ah, uh, Okay.
0: You know, so it's like there's only so many hours in the day and that's how I've been allocating it. So I got to, you know, readjust my priorities and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but on that note, another interesting thing I had heard another interview recently about. And the, coincidentally, the um, post this morning from the MyFitnessPal blog had uh, something co- uh, similar. They were talking about. You get a measurable, tangible, noticeable benefit by really being present in your body and focusing on the exercise you're doing. And the the example they gave in the MyFitnessPal was, um, you know, like, you ever see an Olympic athlete texting while he's, like, stretching? (laughs) getting ready no you know do 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 champion weightlifters you know stop and post on instagram while they're doing their routines no uh you know so that's the, the my fitness pal take but um there have been studies that have shown like if uh um you're supposed to be doing i forget exactly what it was but one group, you know, there was a control group and they were allowed to just, uh, oh, that's what it was. It was a uh, a surgical procedure was being done. And one group was, or I think it was sur- sur- some sort of procedure. Maybe it was surgical, maybe it was just manipulation. I don't remember, um, but both groups were Uh, they were put up like a a shield so they couldn't see the arm or the hand that was being worked on. Mm -hmm. One group was allowed to just zone out and do whatever you want. You listen to music, read a book, watch TV or whatnot. The other was asked to focus and visualize on the procedure that was being done. And the ones that focused on the procedure, just visualizing what was being done, had a significantly better outcome. Mm -hmm. as a result so you know i um coincidentally the next morning i had misplaced my headphones Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and i decided to just try to go for my run without them for a change
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and i had one of my best times (laughs) and so i thought that was kind of interesting uh you know so, so um sometimes i don't know you know it's like sometimes i want the distraction but oh wait it's a distraction (laughs) huh what's it distracting me from well it's distracting me from the work that i'm doing hmm Mm -hmm. maybe i should just leave the headphones today so i've been i alternate with them every now and then i'll just consciously nope not today Mm -hmm. and uh, and it's also slightly less you know uh if i don't carry the phone with me uh you know less baggage literally you know physical baggage yeah in general i like to have the phone just you know for safety in case something happens you know you never know it can be a pretty handy to have so <laughs> well
1: i i would think i actually you know if you were having surgery on something or whatever procedure i would think the distraction would help but i guess not
0: because <laughs> <laughs> you know it depends i mean if it was without anesthesia probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> I need you to think about But then again, else. that's another thing, too, that talks about, like, um, you know, it's not uncommon in uh, in China for them to use acupuncture in lieu of anesthesia.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, well so when I, the, this is kind of interesting. So when I got back from uh, Mexico, I made it all the way through without any gastrointestinal problems. Okay. Good for you. Don't drink the water, don't drink the water. but as soon as I got home, the plane landed at 1:30 a.m. At 2 a.m, my bowels let loose. and so uh, I w- so la- night before last I, w- I was having cramps, you know just Sorry. cramps from having having diarrhea and I had so I was, and I just started breathing slowly and deeply and the the cramps kind of just subsided and went away you know is that it's like how is breathing helping <laughs> how does just breathing help but you know it, things like that i mean because i, mean, I could have got up i could have gone gotten some ibuprofen because ibuprofen would help with the inflammation yeah but, but i was like well let me just let me just try this and yep. And I was able to relax my body because I was kind of really focusing on, you know, I can't, I have no control over my, uh, my digestive system. Like I can't flex them or things like that,
0: <laughs> you know, but, you might be surprised, but you might be able to learn how to do yeah. just saying, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I, start, I focused on them and I just started breathing deeply and slowly and intentionally and pain went away and I went to sleep. So, yep. That was a slight confirmation there. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, on that note,
0: I've got two, I've got three more. We've got four more things that we didn't even technically get to what we listed as our main topic. Uh huh. But I, I have an appointment I need to get to. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we have stuff to talk about for our next week's episode. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll just give a quite little spoiler alert. I've started brewing again, mm-hmm. but the batch that I have right now is a kombucha, okay. not a beer. Okay. And the next topic next time is, I before I take the plunge and do a real Mr. Beer-free batch... <laughs> I, I need some help i need some hand holding i need to just go through a checklist with you and all the things that i have okay make sure i don't need to make an emergency run to the beer store and oh, buy yeah. the wrong stuff and you know whatnot mm-hmm. so i just want to go through all the stuff that i've got you know it's all laid out on the the dining room table where it's been now for two weeks and i want to fix that i gotta put it to use yep <laughs> so so i'm gonna need some uh, coaching so i thought maybe that would might be a nice uh a, a good episode where we just go through the you know the homebrew, the the graduation day checklist. graduation day sounds graduation great
1: day. that's what we'll call it
0: all right well on that note i've got to uh i've got to stick to the plan so to speak pun intended okay and uh <laughs> go visit my acupuncturist
1: all right well uh we do want your feedback if you'd like to discuss a particular topic or you'd like some more information about what we talked about today you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com and uh right before peter gets impaled by little tiny needles we shall hit the push the big big red button button. (laughs)